Please put your hands together as we invite our mighty woman of God, Pastor Kim Jones. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. God is good. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you for all that you're doing, Lord, in our midst. You know, he's working continually. He's in our midst. He says, when we gather together, his presence is here. And um, so we know that he's always active. Amen. He inhabits the praises of his people. And he's been inhabiting our praises this morning. Everything that we've done has given him glory and giving him praise. And he is inhabiting this place. And, and, and when he, he inhabits, he comes, he brings who he is. He brings the fullness of who he is. But, you know, we make a, we make a withdrawal. Amen. We not only deposit, we make withdrawals this morning. Amen. We receive everything that God has for us. So, Father, we just thank you. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We are so grateful for your presence, Lord God. Spirit of wisdom and revelation, we invite you to flood the eyes of our understanding with light and draw us into a place where we know and acknowledge you like never before. Reveal your truth to us. Reveal who Jesus is to us this morning. We thank you for coming and transforming our lives. We're here to have our minds renewed so that we can be transformed and not only transformed, but become transformers, Lord. Father, we bless you in this place. We thank you for your grace. It's always enabling us to draw nearer to you. And as we draw nearer to you, we know the promise that you will draw nearer to us. Oh, hallelujah. So, Father, we thank you and we give you praise and we give you glory in the name of Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Just want to encourage you guys a little bit more about healing school. You know, it's not just for people who need healing now. Amen. We all need to walk to know how to walk in divine health. Is that right? And, you know, when we go through life, there's, there, there's going to be a time for every single one of us where we're going to need a miracle from God. Amen. And he wants us to have his word in the storehouse so it stands ready. He wants our, our, the storehouse, our heart full of faith that it stands ready so that we're ready for anything and equal to everything. Amen. Hallelujah. So come and be filled. Come and, and, and be, be in readiness. Amen. Come so that you can stand ready to face anything and be equipped for everything. Amen. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Well, I'm going to continue on from last week. And uh, hey, <laughs> part two, I guess. <laughs> and I was talking about steps of faith. But then when I prepared this morning, um, it, God just downloaded some stuff that are, you know, to me stuff, some truth to me that I wanted to share with you at first. And it does dovetail into my message. But I want you to turn to Romans 4, if you would, verse 16. Hallelujah with me. Glory to God. Someone give me a shout. Let's position ourselves to hear from God. Let's position ourselves in a place where we, we, come, to, we, we come to the word and say, God is speaking to me. Why don't you turn to someone and say, God is going to speak to me now. Hallelujah. Amen. God's going to speak to me now. You know, his Bible is God speaking to us. We're going to the word of God and we just we position ourselves for God to speak to our hearts because that's where faith resides. Amen. In verse 16 of uh, Romans 4, 
is that therefore inheriting the promises or the promise is the outcome of faith. See, we've been talking about faith. Amen? And he's, he, he, I'm going to repeat that. Therefore, inheriting the promise is the outcome of faith. Hallelujah. Inheriting the promise is the outcome of faith. Amen? Why don't you turn to someone else and say, we need to know more about faith. Amen? Because inheriting the promise is the outcome of faith. Bless the Lord. And depends entirely on faith. I'm, I'm speaking from the Amplified. I'm reading the Amplified. It, it depends entirely on faith. So, so my receiving the promises of God depends entirely on my faith. We need to preach more about faith. Because my receiving the outcome or receiving the promise depends entirely on faith. And whether I know how to walk by faith. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In order that it might be given as an act of grace, unmerited favour. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So what the Lord just laid on my heart this morning in prayer, he said, when you were born again, faith, faith was what inherited the promise of eternal life. Your faith inherited the promise of eternal life when you were born again. Because you were saved by grace through faith. And as a born-again believer, you have already in, inherited eternal life. Eternal life is your born-again birthright. Hallelujah. Isn't it exciting? And, and that word eternal life, that word life is the word zoe. And Zoe means it's the life of God. When you were born again, you inherited internal life. You inherited the life of God. You inherited past tense, the life of God. Zoe, the life of God. Life as God knows it. Which means because it is eternal, that you can enjoy it right now. You see, eternal life isn't ahead of us. Eternal life is behind us. It surrounds us. It's ahead of us. It's now. Eternal life is now. Hallelujah. And God says in his word that, that if you have the son, if you have Jesus, you have eternal life. He said God has given us eternal life and this life is in his son. And he who has the son has eternal life. He who has the son has Zoe now. Someone say now. Hallelujah. So what we're doing is we're coming to actually explore and find out what we have now. Oh, glory to God. Is anyone getting anything here this morning? Amen. Which means, I'll repeat, because it is eternal, that means you're to enjoy Life as God knows it now. So what I believe Holy Spirit wants to do here this morning is to awaken us to the fact that eternal life is ours now. Zoe is ours now. Life as God knows it is ours now. Oh. Now faith 
is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. The scripture I just quoted was 1 John 5:11. God has given us. Someone say given us. You can turn to it if you like. I think I'm quoting it from King James Version. God has given us eternal life. And that life is in his son. He who has the son has life. He who does not have the son of God does not have life. But we have that life. We have that Zoe, we have that God kind of life on the inside of us right now. And God is, is yearning for this to be awakened in the church. And we're just speaking this right now. There is an awakening happening. I declare it right now in the name of Jesus. That we stop putting Zoe off into the future. That we stop seeing it as something that we will experience one day and awaken to the fact that we have it now and God wants us to experience it every single day of our life. Not just experience it, but walk in the realm of eternal life. Walk in the realm of God with us and in us. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. John 10.10. Might go there. Might go there. We'll go there. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Well, Jesus said it's a thief that comes to steal, kill and destroy. But I have come that you would have life and have it in abundance to the full until it overflows. Until it overflows. So what, what is the thief coming to steal? He's coming to steal something. You know, when the thief comes to steal something, he comes to steal what you already have. Turn to someone and say, already have. You see, you've already got it. The thief comes to steal what you already have. He comes to steal, kill and destroy. Amen? But he's not going to steal anything unless you already have it. Turn to someone and say, I've already got it. You see, he comes to steal what you already have. He comes to steal your joy. He comes to steal that life that Jesus come for you to enjoy. Ah, this is a good word here, right here. Amen. See, Jesus said, I come that I came to give you life. And that same word, that same, that, that same word in the Greek is zoe. I came to give you zoe. I came to give you my life. I came to give you the life that, me, that myself and my father are enjoying right now in heaven. Hallelujah. Seated on the throne. Amen. Oh, that's why he prayed. Father, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So what was he saying? Was he praying for something that was impossible for us? Was he, was he praying for something that was out of our reach? He said, let it be done on earth for them as it is in heaven. Oh, glory to God. In other words, I want them to experience what we're experiencing now on earth. And some of you might say it's too good to believe. It's the word of God. We best believe it. Amen? And if we're going to bring a display of the glory of God, which is what, we're, what we're, we're born for a time such as this, when we best start to get a hold of it. Amen? It's a thief that comes to steal, kill and destroy what is already ours. Hallelujah. If the enemy comes to steal something, you must already have it. Turn to someone and say, I've already got it. 
Hallelujah, because he cannot steal what you haven't got. Amen. I tell you, you're going to respond a whole lot differently when you are fighting to keep what you already have according to God's word than you would if you were fighting for something you are trying to get. You see, if you're still trying to get it, you're trying to get it by works. But he says you're saved by grace through faith, not of works, lest any man should boast. Oh. Ephesians 2.8. You know what I'd like to do? I'd just like to put on repeat what I've said. Over and over. Because faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith comes through hearing what God has to say about you about me, about our future, about what eternal life actually looks like. Glory to God. Glory to God. I'm going to repeat that. You're going to respond a whole lot differently when you are fighting to keep what you already have according to God's word than you would if you were fighting for something you are trying to get. Turn to someone else and say, I've already got it. Hallelujah. You know, if you hear yourself saying that enough, you will believe it. Bless the Lord. You see, because faith walks, we walk by faith and not by sight. He wants us in that realm because if we begin to walk by faith and not by sight, we'll begin to experience the word of God. The word will become a reality in our life. First of all, it becomes a reality on the inside. It becomes that, that reality in that faith is a rest. And then we begin to experience what it's like to have it externally. In other words, to have it show up, to have it manifest. You see, the word says that, <laughs> that the word became flesh. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. And John said, we beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten son, full of grace and full of truth. God wants the word of God to become flesh in our life. Amen. This word to become flesh, to become fleshed out in our life. That the world would behold his glory. That the world would, would behold the glory of the only begotten son, full of grace and full of truth. And that's what we are here to represent to the world. Now, you're not going to get this in your mind. You're getting it in your spirit. Amen. Because, and as sons of God, as mature ones, we are called to be led by the Spirit of God. We're called to be led by the Word of God as it gives witness to our spirit and agreement. We're called to be led by the Spirit of God. Amen? The mature ones are led by the Spirit of God and they're the ones that all creation is groaning to, be, to behold and experience the manifestation of. <laughs> You doing okay? Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. So I live from a place where God has spoken to me. He's spoken to me and he said to me, I have given you eternal life. He's given you Zoe that you might enjoy your life. You know, that we become a people, as I shared last week, the people come up to and say, how come you're smiling regardless of what's going down around you? How come you're enjoying life when everybody else around you is miserable? And that our answer would be, I really don't understand why you're asking me that question. Don't you know that I'm a Christian? You see what the word says, arise, shine, for your light has come. The glory of the Lord has risen upon you. 
And he tells us that nations will come to the brightness of our rising. Church, it's time for us to arise. It's time for us to awaken to Christ within the hope of glory. Amen? I don't know about you, but I'm just sort of over that half the church is able to be here this morning because they've got symptoms. Is anyone getting over that? Is anyone in agreement with that? Can we just sort of get an agreement that we're over that? It's not really what we're called to. Oh. Hallelujah. We need to know what faith looks like. We need to know what it's like to perceive as a fact what isn't revealed to our senses until our senses begin to experience the realisation of it. Amen? Because we are people of faith. We are people of faith. We don't walk by, by, by sight, but we walk by faith. That God is true to his promises. And without faith, it's impossible to please him. Amen? I want, I want to please God. Anybody else? I'm going to do a little bit of a recap on last week. And, and let's just uh, hopefully get a little bit more done in the, in the time we have left. But praise Jesus. You know, sometimes you don't have to say a lot to deposit a lot. Sometimes the more you say, the less we hear. You know, get me with that. <laughs> so last week we looked at steps some steps of faith, right? And, and, and I shared with you that, that, that God said to me that um, he's looking for faith. When Jesus comes, he'll be looking for faith. He said, when I come, will I find faith? Luke 18, verse 8. Will I find faith? I want him to find what he is looking for. Anybody else? I want him to find in me what he is looking for. Wow. I want him to find in me what he is looking for. I want him to find in this church what he is looking for. Yeah? And he's going to be looking for faith. He's going to look... For, he's been looking for a people who will, who will walk by faith regardless of what they see, that they will be so anchored in the truth of the word of God that they will not be swayed from one side to the, the other. Amen? He's looking for faith when he comes. And we saw in Hebrews 11, 1, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is the evidence that the things that I cannot see actually exist. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Passion Translation says, Without faith living within us, it would be impossible to please God. Without faith abiding in our heart, it's impossible to please God. He's talking about relationship. He says, if my word's abiding in you, Jesus said, if, 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 if you abide in me and my word abides in you, amen, you can ask whatever you will and it will be. I'll, I'll do it for you. He said, because it's for the Father's glory that you bear much fruit. I want you to be bearing fruit. Amen. If he finds faith, he's going to find fruit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Without faith abiding in your heart. And I read it again. Without faith living within us or abiding in our heart. Okay. This is all about relationship with the word of God. And the way God's going to find faith is if we are in relationship with his word. Amen? We are dialogue. It's our dialogue. It's our communication with him is his word. Because Jesus is the word. 
And, you know, regardless of what we might think, we don't love Jesus any more than we love his word. Why? Because we want him to speak to us. You see, we come to the word of God and say, speak to me. I need you to speak to me. I need this word to become real to me. I need to have a conversation with you. And the dialogue begins when the truth is known. Amen. The dialogue that brings freedom into our lives is with the word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We saw there in Psalm 35 verse um, 27 that the Lord takes pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. You know, we sing that he's good. And we know that without faith it's impossible to please him. Well, how do you give pleasure to the Father? By walking in the promises of God. By inheriting everything that he has given us. I mean, in the natural, if you look at it, you know, like I want my children to enjoy their inheritance. I want them to spend it. I want them to have it. Yeah? It will give me pleasure for them to receive their inheritance. Yeah? I don't want any thief taking it. I don't want anybody taking my kids to court trying to get their inheritance off them. Come on. Come on. That's what the enemy's all about right now is after stealing your inheritance because Jesus said, I came to give you life. He, come to, he, he, he comes to steal it, but I came to give you and I want, it gives me pleasure that if you will receive and enjoy the inheritance that I have given you. That's worth something. It's worth a bit of a shout. Amen. It's just acknowledging that you're hearing the truth. Bless the Lord. Thank you, Father. So the first point that we looked at last week was faith hears and faith comes by hearing. We see that in Romans 10, 17. I might not get off my recap this week, but it doesn't matter, you know, because faith comes by hearing, not by having heard. You know, when I go to these scriptures, I, 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 I cut my teeth on them when I become a Christian. I just opened my Bible and read it. And these, these words just washed over and just put, just put so much hope in my heart. His word just put so much hope and, and life in my heart and joy in my heart. But you know the enemy comes to steal your joy immediately. Have you noticed that? Like the word, you hear that word, whoa, and joy springs forth. But he comes immediately to steal that word, to steal that joy. Because if he can steal your joy, he's got your goods. Amen. What does he come with? Exactly the thing. He knows you're Achilles' heel and he knows what to, what to do to distract you and get you off the word and to steal your joy. So that can look different with each and every one of us. But it says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. For faith comes when we need to hear the word of God. Amen. For faith comes, we need. For faith to come, we need to hear the word of God. So you can say, well, I heard the faith message, I heard that message about faith, and, and I, I know it, I understand it, and I'm walking. No, no. For faith to come, we need to hear the word of God. That's why Jesus said, he says, when I come, will I find faith? When am I going to find a people group that will stick to my word and not compromise it, that will stay with my word regardless of what's going down, that they'll still believe what I say. And where they hear me speak, I'm going to place faith in their heart. Remember, we spoke about the spirit breathing on the word, quickening the word that we need to stand on it at any particular time. The word that he wants to speak to us, not a word, but the word that he wants to speak. Spirit breathes on it. And as we stay with that word where God has spoken to me and that's it. 
No correspondence is going to be added into. Amen. Will I find a people that will stick with my word regardless of what they see, regardless of what they feel, regardless of what they're hearing out there? Will they still believe that my word is enough, that my truth is enough? And will they still be walking in it? You know, if you just receive this word, it'll be enough to shift some atmospheres around your life because it's, it's apostolic and it's prophetic. It'll actually shift some things. It only needs you, yes. It just needs you, yes. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We need what Jesus is saying. We need this word to be alive in our hearts. We always need to approach the word of God. God, you are speaking to me. I need to hear you speak. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We started a little bit on the second point, which is faith meditates. So faith takes that word, that word that faith is, comes by hearing God speak, right? And, and, and what we do next is we meditate on that word that we've heard him speak. And as I said earlier, the thief could come immediately to steal that word. Why? Because he knows if you meditate on it long enough, if it remains in your heart long enough, it's actually going to take root and it will become the anchor of your soul. So that when storms come, you will be anchored. You'll be meditating it so much, it won't be something that you heard God say one day. It will become your reality. It will become your core value. It will become the anchor to your soul. So I just heard God speak one day. If you meditate on what he said to you, if you steward that word correctly, revelation will come and even more will be given to those who hear. And that here is an active. It's, it's active. It's not just I heard it one day, but it's active. I'm hearing it. I'm hearing it. it, it it's got this consistent thing on it where if I continue to meditate it, I will actually experience it. You see, there's many, many Christians that are very disappointed because they heard God speak one day and it never just happened immediately. And so therefore they thought, well, I wasn't hearing God. What happened was the thief took it immediately because it wasn't stewarded correctly. So there's dreams and there's hopes and there's visions and there's words that haven't actually appropriated yet. But God says, I don't want you to feel condemned because you've entered into a season of my redemptive grace at an accelerated pace. And Holy Spirit will remind you of the words that you need to remember. And as he reminds you, he said, you're going to be stewarding them as if you've always been in them and stewarding them well. Amen. There's always a hope. You're never lost out. We, never, we, have a, we have a redemptive God who is redeeming all the while. All it takes is our turn around and they're going in another direction and, 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 and he shifts the whole thing. It's supernatural. Turn to someone and say it's supernatural. I hope that made sense. Hallelujah. So meditation is a process. It's a lifestyle. But what, what happens is God wants, it, he wants us to anchor into that word that he spoke and, and settle down on it, yeah? Meditation is, is a process if it's a lifestyle. So how can I meditate all the time? Some people would ask. You know, we know that Joshua meditated. He said, instructed him to meditate day and night. How do we do that? I don't know about you, but I have, have had no problem in times past worrying 24-7. It's almost like I can do something and still be thinking something else, you know, multi-whatevers. Or is that just me? Don't think so. But I can be doing something and my mind can be on the concerns of the, of the hour. 
can be on my cares, it can be on my worries, it can be on my fears. But God says, I want, my, I want you to meditate my word day and night. Amen? Because that's what's going to cause you to prosper. And God takes pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So you take what he said, you take that word and you meditate on it. Why? Because that which God said is impossible to you until you get it on the inside of you. That which God said is impossible to you until you get it on the inside of you. Yeah? Because the Bible says that if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth. Amen? Amen? You believe in your heart. When you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. It's a way you got saved and it's a way you walk by faith. Faith is of the heart. We need to hear with the ear of our heart. And to do that, we need to meditate that which God has promised, that which God has spoken to us. Meditation turns the impossible into the possible only as long as the word finds its home in our heart. Jesus said in John 15 verse 7, If you abide in me, Abide vitally united to me. So he's speaking about relationship with him, relationship with him through his word. Not just hearing something and running off and thinking, well, okay, well, yeah, okay, I got that. Let's go do it. But, and then being disappointed because you never saw the fruit thereof. He says here, abide vitally united to me and my words remain in you and continue to live in your hearts. This is a full-on relationship with the word of God. Ask whatever you will and it will be done for you. You see, when people go, go behold, that, ask whatever you will. Ask whatever, you know what? His will becomes your will. You become one in his will. You, you, you're filled with his word. So, hey, you know, all of a sudden it's not your will be done, but it's thy will be done, Lord. Yes. Thy will be done. That's why Jesus prayed, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Let's see the kingdom come. And as we, we abide in this word and we, we live in union with the word of God, my thoughts become his thoughts. I actually give up the right to think for myself. Amen. And I say, well, that's truly brainwashing. Yes, our brains need washing. Yeah. <laughs> our brains need washing with the truth because he wants us to live in freedom. Amen. Hallelujah. It's a good word here right now. He wants us to live in freedom. God says, what people say, well, oh, you know, oh, the, the Bible mustn't be saying what it's really saying because I'm not experiencing it. Yeah, but listen, if we look into the depths of it and we become in relationship with it, we'll, we'll think it's so, even, even if the external stuff shows us that it reveals that it's not. That's the way we're meant to live. And that fills you with life joy and satisfaction every day of your life. Because you're continually dialoguing with the truth. Someone says this is too much. Well, you know, we've got to get to a place, church, where we're ready to hear too much. Too much good. Too much good. Even if it's not your experience yet. If you're not experiencing them, this, this doesn't 
justify your unbelief. Sorry. Because everyone's looking for words that justify their unbelief. Because everyone wants to be right. There's only one true right. There's only one true absolute and that's the word of God. You know, this message is worth preaching even if one person gets it. It's worth preaching to myself. It's worth preaching if one person gets it. It may scatter a multitude, but there's a few disciples that will hang around and get it. I said it may scatter a multitude, but there's a few disciples that might hang around just long enough to get it. I said it may scatter a multitude... But there's a few, it might just gather a few disciples that'll hang around long enough to get it. Oh. That's what the Lord said to me a few weeks ago. He said, Kim, success in ministry isn't in the multitude, it's in, amount, it, it's in how many sons you raise. Oh, come on. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> You start speaking sonship language, I'll get right in my lane when I start that. Glory to God. What does that look like? It looks like those that bring a representation of what Jesus was, as he is, so are we, on this earth. And you notice that God already says, so are we. We just got to realise that. Yeah, we just got to realise that. In other words, it needs to become a reality to us. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. See, if we get a realisation of it, we'll stop living like somebody else's kids. Because we'll just realise that that's not who we are. We're children of God. Thank you, Lord. And I'm not going to get into this too much. Just one more bit. Our faith comes by hearing him speak. And that's what you fight with. You fight with what he said. You fight from that place. 1 Timothy 6.12 tells us to fight the good fight of faith. Without hearing God speak, you've got nothing to fight the enemy with. Without hearing him speak to you, you've got nothing to fight him with. Why? Because he's, Paul said to Timothy, fight the good fight of faith. faith. Faith comes by hearing God speak to us. And that's what I fight with. No, God said. No, God said this to me. Amen? God spoke this to me. I heard him speak. But you haven't got it yet, but I heard him speak. It's too late. I've already heard him. He spoke and faith came. The enemy starts pointing out things that you don't have that you said you should have or he said, oh, no, sorry, it's too late. I've heard God speak and the prayer of faith has already been prayed and it's too late. Amen? Because I heard God speak. If you're a born again Christian, you already abide in him. But next he says, my word abides in you. You're going to bear much fruit. People are waiting to produce what only abiding in him will produce. What only his word abiding in us will produce. Without the seed, there's no harvest. 
Amen? Without the seed germinating, without the seed being watered, without the seed being tended to, there will be no harvest. Amen? Amen? Hallelujah. So what we do, we meditate on it, we speak it, we think on it, we turn it over and over in our mind, we put it in our mouth and we speak it to ourselves. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, I just, I'm going to finish on this. When God told me to plant this church, we'd been going for 18 months and he showed this, well, that too, but I'll talk about this. He showed me this building and he said, God said to me, that is your building. That is your building. So what happened is faith came in my heart because I heard God speak. And many things come against us, you know, like, hey, I just said to Tim, God said that is our building. And we didn't have money to buy this building, but he said, this is your building. Okay. Oh, 18 months later, we, it was impossible to us, but we bought the building. We bought the building. Yeah. Why? Because I heard him speak. I'd drive past it and I'd say, this building's ours. That's, that's our building. I could see us in it. I meditate. I saw us in it. I saw, I, saw, I, I saw it. I saw, us, I saw us operating in it. I got the church one day up there and, and senior sister said, all right, everybody turn around and prophesy over that building down the road. And I went home and I thought, oh, my gosh, what did I just do? But I just, I heard God speak. I meditated on what he said. He said, this building is yours and I want you to buy it. And I'm going, what with? Even to the degree where the lady who we bought it from was making it very difficult to us for us to buy, um, to negotiate um, with her. And, and, and uh, I said it to her, well, God said that's our building. She said, oh, when she didn't want to you know, mediate on a price, she said, remember, Kim, God said it's your building. And I said, yes, he did. When you hear God speak, you're not going to move, church. And that's why we need to hear God speak. And that's why we need to be in his word. Because you're not going to speak, hear him speak outside of his word. They'll always work together. The spirit and the word will agree. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. So you get it in your imagination. You begin to get the image of it. You begin to meditate. You allow it to form a picture for you. Yeah? And then we thought, well, okay, we want this paid in full. So I took a photo of the church and I got a stamp on the front of it and went paid in full. And we, we photocopied it and gave it to every member of the church and put a magnet on the back and said, put that on your fridge. And every time you pass it, declare that this is paid in full. Because faith acts. It hears, it meditates, it's action. Someone says, I've heard that before. Yeah, but have you tried it? Have you done it? Have you meditated the word to the degree where it becomes so real to you that you see the thing paid in full? Yes, it was paid in full many years ago. Paid in full. Amen? Because God said it's mine. And there's some things that God has spoken to you and said, that's yours. I've given that to you. That's your promise, whatever that be. But it's not going to be, you know, you just sit there in your chair, in, in your chair with your arms folded and don't work with God. He needs us to co-labor with him to bring the promise to pass. Amen? 
that we would experience the blessings that he has already blessed us with because he has already blessed us with every, someone say every, spiritual blessing in heavenly places. And how do I get it on earth? By receiving it by faith, by declaring, by decreeing. Amen? The word of the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Let's stand up. Glory to God. Oh, I didn't get into the next one, but that doesn't matter. Amen? It's all good. Does anyone get anything out this morning? Can we give a shout it out to Jesus? Can we just give some... Thank you, God. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your word. Come on, give him praise for his word this morning. Lord, we thank you for your promise. We thank you, Father, that you have placed faith on the inside of us. Every time, come on, keep on giving it up. Every time you speak to us, you place faith in our hearts for the impossible to come to pass. And Lord, Holy Spirit, we ask you to help us, to help us partner with every word that's been uttered out of the mouth of God over each one of us in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Did anyone pay attention today? Can you give me a wave if you give me a wave if you paid attention today? Well, do you know you're in, you're a son? If you paid attention, the scripture says in Proverbs it says, "My son, pay attention to my word. Incline your ear unto my sayings. Keep them in the midst of your heart, because they're life and health to all your flesh. Life, as God knows it. Amen. Come on." Amen. Amen. I tell you, there's things that have come into alignment today. There's things that have come into alignment. And you know what? Some of some, oh, hallelujah. Sometimes you can hear those bones rattling. Sometimes you can hear a squeal. This is not easy. You know what? The word of God is easy to be born. It's harder out there than it is living from in here. Amen. It's God's will that you prosper and you be in health even as your soul is prospering. So Holy Spirit, I just thank you for your word. I bless you this morning. Bless each and every one of you. Hallelujah. If you just got one single little utterance today, you heard some life. You heard some life-changing words that can shift and shake your world and bring it into divine order with heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. God's looking for believers in this hour. He's looking for people who will believe what he says and hold fast to the truth so that they will experience everything that he paid such an incredible price for you. To leave for you as your inheritance. So why don't you just open your heart to God just this morning here right now. Father, I pray for each and every one of them to receive the portion of their inheritance, Father God. That their hearts are longing for right now. And you put that, you put that longing in their heart. You've placed the desire in there and you give us the desires. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Father. Blessed be the name of the Lord. It's hard to end this morning. I'd love, we'd really love to pray for you. Please come up. If you've got pain in your body, if you need healing today, or you need to have a manifestation of your healing because you are healed.
Let's get the language right. If you need us to agree and take authority over those symptoms that you're experiencing right now, whatever they may be, please come forward and we will pray with you. We'll pray for you. Um, if you've never received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Saviour, come forward. Today is your day. Today is the day of salvation. If you haven't received the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, you need the power of God operating in your life. Amen? You need the power of God. Hallelujah. Amen? We need to operate in the power of God. We are anointed. God wants to anoint you today. So please come forward and we'll pray for you. Otherwise, have a champion week. Have, have a, a week like a champion. Live like a champion. Amen. Once you turn and just bless someone. Amen. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Reach out to one another. Love on one another.